This storm will kill you. Look, look, look! I'm telling you! You know what I mean, folks? But if rich people aren't looking out for us, who is? It makes no difference which one of us you vote for. Either way, your planet is doomed. You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the forehead, and uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions. I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the Our Take Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the Our Take Podcast, episode 133. I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. Is that right? 133? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Uh, It is September. (laughs) Look. It's so long ago yeah. on the rundown that I still have eight question marks. We got I a lot to talk about. One in a August. lot has happened. It's September the thirteenth. Everybody, on this day in history, the Golden Girls make their television debut. Oh no! In nineteen eighty-five. That's the year I was born. Yeah, I saw a funny meme that uh-huh. was uh, Betty White and the Queen, and it was their ages, and Betty White was older, so it said the U.S. wins again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in nineteen fifty-nine. This is relevant. The first man-made object successfully lands on the moon. Russians beat us. Soviet space probe Luna 2 was also the first man-made spacecraft to land on any celestial object. It was launched on September 12, 1959, lost communication with Earth as it impacted the moon's surface, east of Mare Serenitatius, whatever, near the Aristides, Archimedes, and Autolus. Autolycus craters. Why did the Russians never make it to the moon? I haven't heard. Probably because we didn't. (laughs) 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 I think, no, I I mean, the the legitimate reason, I think, is because we beat them and there was nothing after that. Like, Mars wasn't a real real thing. It was just like... (sighs) You know, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if we found out later that the Russians did try to send people to Mars... We wouldn't know. Right. And they died. You know what I mean? Like, or they're there, like, <laughs> in a tiny little hab, like on uh, For All yeah, Mankind. Yeah, you finished yeah. it, right? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. told You were only halfway through, and, and I was like, hold on. Yeah. Hold on to yourself. Right. Because. <laughs> we, we wouldn't, like, we would know now, because we have so many satellites and, like, radars. Right, We'd right, know right. when anybody launches anything. But back then. Plus our constant communication with the aliens. Right, right. They're telling us. Back then, I don't think we would know. No. Um, It wasn't Facebook. Or was there? It was MySpace back then. (laughs) (laughs) Back in the the 60s, I believe that was MySpace. Guess what? I think our MySpace page for the market is still up. It is. I've seen it before. Is it the market rock? So is the one for $500 fine. MySpace.com slash the market rock. There you'll find the band that Spencer and I were in called The Market. I don't know. Uh, is there even links to music, or is it I just... I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, top tracks. There's five tracks. Are we friends with Tom? We have 8,430 connections. Wow. That's more... That's good. Yeah. People or people following us, we have 1.9 thousand that we follow. Uh, it's so slow, though. Like, I think it's running on, like, <laughs> Hillary Clinton's server. <laughs> like, it still hasn't loaded the entire page. I think I have a couple, because I was also in a band called Unspoken Truth. 
So it's probably myspace.com slash unspoken truth music. Right, 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 right. This one's myspace.com slash the market rock. Yeah, photos, Hard Rock Cafe 07. 15 oh, yeah. years ago, we played the Hard Rock Cafe. I wasn't a, I wasn't a member yet. No, I think Scotty played that show with us. Scotty of Metaphors, who, by the way, right. came to our show, and he's recording more music. I he texted me. He texted me. He's like, hey, how did you do the backing tracks? I said, Spencer did that. I didn't take credit. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, you know, I was like, yeah, we, he does everything in Logic now. Anyway, he's, yeah, Scotty is you know, recording some more music. Adding backing tracks ha- was ha- to, actually, to the recording wasn't that big of, I mean, it was a lot of work, because you got to add all this different stuff. There's a lot, if you ever listen to our music, there's a lot, there's a lot the going background. on. But you, it, the real name for them is minus tracks, because you minus out things that we're playing live. Right. Right, you just start deleting tracks that we don't need live. Right. So that so then it becomes the full ensemble. Right. But doing it live was far more of a headache than I ever anticipated. <laughs> because it, it, it started off with, well, let's just we'll just play it behind us. And then we're like, Well, we probably need a metronome. And I'm like, Well, how how are we gonna do that? And then it was like, Well, we'll just get in your monitors. Right. And we got a set and we're like But how do we hook we them all up? have we, 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 we get one receiver right. and it's like <laughs> I can hear this, but I can't hear this. And I'm like, oh, how are we going to... And the audience can't hear the click track. So, yeah. <laughs> so then I have to... We have to buy four separate receivers with... And then I have to buy the $1,000 Behringer yeah. digital separator that splits all the channels. A lot of money was spent. And then we have to buy the, the splitter <laughs> that splits the two channels and then we get to our show at uh, Kamikaze's, and he's like, "What? what we don't. Is we don't this? do that. What is all this crap?" <laughs> yeah, you know, it really isn't that hard of a setup. No, they no. Just, it's, in fact, it's easier. Yeah, it's just direct. It's just. No, we don't use mic. We only use the, microphones for our vocals. It was their problem, yeah. not ours. It's true because they had their their XLR much like all over the place right. instead of just one central location. Right. Much like most things that we're involved in, it's not our problem. <sighs> yeah. Uh, but hey, you guys, if you didn't come to that show, you Anyways, missed out. Scotty, it sounded great. What I'm saying is if you're starting a band and you're going to play backing <laughs> track, just be aware. You know, if you're going to do it live, it's going to cost more than you think. Remember when we played in Wyoming? Scotty did play to a backing track. It was just him, though, remember? Right. Uh, and he, I think he just sent like an iPod up there, a CD. I mean, you could do that. Yeah. But... So he was the original. If you get off, well, it was just him too. I know, it was just him. There's no click track. If all four of us, right. if one of us gets, if Ethan gets off specifically, then we're freaking screwed. Right. Right. Anyway, so yeah, do we, we, we've played like two shows. We've done a lot. It's been like it's eight months since we've done an episode. So we played Kamikazes in Ogden. We have another I think show we for sure. Done an episode since our last, since our show in Orem. It's possible. We've had a lot going on, and we're here now. That's all that matters. I guess. But uh, we've got a show on October 29th in Orem at the Boardwalk, Halloween show. Yeah. And have you heard back about this other show? No. All right, I, I, I kind of doubt it. I won't announce that show then. Just yeah. keep your eye on on Instagram and Facebook. It'll probably be one of these last minute things if so. If you don't follow the band. I need to email them tomorrow. We, we, I do kind of post things on the podcast as well, but you should follow the band, Reject right. the Takeoff Band. Right, right, Is it Reject the Takeoff Band on Instagram? And I think it's Reject the Takeoff Band yeah. on Facebook as well. yeah. Uh, anyway, there you can follow the band. We're playing. We're playing a lot of shows now. We have been, and they've been going swimmingly. They've been going okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're good. They're good. We're getting better. 
Yeah, they're fun. I just w- you know, if we were to do it every day for a week, I think all my anxiety about them would go away. <laughs> you do have you do have a little. I think I told you the show. I was like, look, but, man, if you don't want to do this, no, it's not. So we don't have to play. Playing, <laughs> playing the show is not what makes me anxious. I know. It's the setup and the takedown. The setup, especially. I think. I think I was... I have I. It was my idea to do all this stupid stuff. No, but it's to, good. To bring all the backing tracks, to, to bring the lights. We got lights and fog. It's amazing. And it's like, and, and I'm the only one that knows how to, right. to, to make it all work. I, I try and learn, but no, I... No, I know. I, you know yeah. And I appreciate everyone's help, but I'm the only I know, one. I know. And it's, and it's just, it yeah. is what it is, and I, I did, that's how I did it. I, it tends to be what happens when yeah. you're a band leader so to yeah, speak I, right when the band is kind of yours i i think it was maybe like halfway through the market days uh-huh. that i started to enjoy the whole experience right because i used to i i definitely felt like that at times right like this sucks i don't want to be here we're gonna play terrible you know uh but then you end up loving it but i think i think the the last half of all the shows we, we played a lot of shows as the market we did uh i think that uh I just I started to enjoy the whole experience. Right. Like get there, talk to other bands, talk to people who are coming to see other bands, just chat with people who come to see you. Uh, and I just I don't know. I know what you mean, but I did kind of learn to just like we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. We we will. Yeah, Kamikamis Kamikamis? Kamikazes. Kamikazes. Kamikamis is like a the, great like name. The airplane. Kamikamis. Yeah, Kamikazes is a cool venue. Uh, but when you play there on a weekend, the music has to go till one in the morning. It was a whole thing. It was a whole thing, which means the last band has to play till 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 one. Which so. we ended up doing. We did. We ended up kind of got the shaft on the. Well, we didn't know that about the, the, the well, place. Yeah. You know, we they, got, I don't. We got, got hustled. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't know thinking. why they can't just put like house music on until one a.m. Uh, you know, like for all five people that's there. <laughs> I understand having a rule like you don't want you don't want someone whose first experience is coming to Kamikaze's at midnight right, and there's right, like right. it's dead right. It's cool. It's a cool little venue. So anyway, we're engineered to be an opening band. <laughs> we are specifically <laughs> like, our sets not that long. <laughs> we're there to be to to open, put all the other bands to shame, and yeah. then move on. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you know, the MySpace page for the market is still not loaded. Yeah, I don't know. How are they even saving this data <laughs> if it still won't load? It's actually just uh, someone's personal. Uh, it's like a flash drive. It's their personal flash drive. <laughs> it's just a, a 32 gigabyte stick. For real, man. I want to look up some old pictures of the just band. In series, just a bunch of 32 gig. <laughs> it's not even a server room. Just the free ones from like. It's like one of these. Yeah. <laughs> a, a multi port. Uh, right. And it's just the free flash drives from yeah. like a Coke event. Yeah. <laughs> They're branded with Coke and Pepsi. <laughs> oh man! I mean, why? Why do they even bother keeping it up there? Like, who's it for? I don't know. For some reason, I heard now. This was years ago that Justin Timberlake bought MySpace. Well, that was a huge yeah failure. Rupert Murdoch owns MySpace in oh. two thousand nine well, for five hundred and eighty million dollars. That makes a lot of sense. That's why he sold all his yeah. Fox assets. He was trying to <laughs> recoup his MySpace money. Yeah, so that was in 2009. Oh, wait. Who owns MySpace now? It says Life and Time. T.I. Gotham, Inc. and Time, Inc. Is that Time Magazine? I guess. 
Uh, oh, he Justin Timberlake did purchase it in 2011 for 35 million. <laughs> oh, Rupert, is that two years? Two years. It went from 580 million to 35 million. That's what happens when Facebook goes public. Yeah, not public. I but got like, Facebook in 2006, when, and when it goes, you don't need a .edu anymore, right? Remember when that happened? Yeah, yeah. That's when it exploded. That was in like, maybe that was 09. I thought it was way earlier than that because I know I got it in 2006. I know that for a fact. I had I had one Facebook page back then when I was going to Weber, so Weber.edu. Right. And I think I deleted it and then started over because I didn't think it was going anywhere. I'm like, I'm going to be graduating from college. Who's going to use a .edu after that? You know. <laughs> it's funny. It's still yeah. out there somewhere. Someone yeah. probably hacked it. There's a Brian Sherman <laughs> yeah. freaking old school MySpace people. Yeah. I probably have. Oh, let's just got a hot girl as the picture. <laughs> uh, notice your name's Brian. Is that? <laughs> it's Russian. Yeah, I'm it's fine. the prince of Nicaragua. Uh, yeah. Oh my MySpace.com/slash Brian Sherman is not found. Uh, so maybe you know. I don't know. Yeah. Oh no, we were talking about Facebook. Yeah, yeah. we were talking oh, about yeah, Facebook. An old one. Yeah, whatever. It's not there. Oh man. So uh, anyway, we played shows. Those were good. What else did we do? Um, uh, we made a trip. Yeah, we, me and Brian, went on a couples retreat to right. Puerto, Puerto Vallarta, um, <laughs> Florida. Florida. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, this was uh, I uh, last earlier this year. I think I added Brian to my um, my Delta Airlines benefits. Yep. Um, where he can fly for free with me. And so when uh, Artemis, uh, no, we we probably already talked about this, but when Artemis, uh, NASA's Artemis, decided on a launch day, we decided to go. And Brian yep. got, we got tickets, front row tickets, literally, the, like the, the best the tickets best you can tickets, get, supposedly. And then three miles away from the rocket, three and a half miles away. Yep, the half mile was a bit different. <laughs> it was a big difference. I mean, you'd be in the water. Yeah. Um. And, uh, yeah, he had his first experience non-revving, which went well on the way there and went okay on the way back. Which means we didn't, we were flying standby. Right. It means yeah. you fly standby. There has to be empty seats. And it ha- not only does it have to be empty seats, but there has to be, uh, in order of seniority, right. enough for me we, and Brian. We did get Comfort Plus there and back. Yeah, that seems to happen for some yeah. reason. But we did have to. How many flights did we miss on the way back? On the way back, we missed three. Three I flights, think, right? Which that's the most I've ever missed. So we were in the airport for a good eight hours. Yeah, it was. A, it flights. was a long haul. You know, something weird I learned about Orlando when we were there. When uh, so I when when we fly main because I work for a regional. So when we fly mainline Delta, we get put behind all delta employees regardless of seniority right but if we were to take a regional airline we go above all the delta people and usually that's how i can escape airports is finding a regional to wherever and then taking that somewhere else but i found out there's no regional flights out of orlando at all it's strictly mainline for all the airlines i guess because of the amount of people that come in and out of there that is uh, weird. But there were no regional flights. At least the day that we were there, there were none. I looked through every single flight. There were no regionals at all. Maybe people in the region don't visit Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I get. I but think even it's like, just because it's a tourist destination. Even like Jacksonville, though. Or like Charlotte. That's what, uh, you know, I was surprised. Because 
Charleston. If it were me, if it was just me, because I have benefits with Delta American and United. So if it were just me flying, I would have had a lot more options. That's why I was, that's why I told you if there ends up being one seat on a plane, then I need right. to get you out of there and I'll figure out how to get home. Um, like from it. And if I could have got to Charlotte, then I could have taken American home. If I could have gotten to but Detroit or anywhere, Miami is also American. So, but yeah, we were we were a little limited, but we got out. We, we got, got out, and it's uh, fine. And we were a day early because we. Well, that is true. We were yeah. planning the the easiest time to catch a standby flight is early in the morning because people miss their right. flights. But when Artemis didn't launch, in case you haven't heard, yeah, the the launch was scrubbed. Uh, we decided just to go home. Yeah, we were bummed. So we we had. We, I was planning on staying up all night and celebrating in Florida. <laughs> we had we had a. We had a pretty good feeling that it wasn't going to launch on the next attempt, which it did not. So we could have stayed yeah, for the it three been days. Yeah, another four, three or four days, right. though. And, but both of us knew, like, it's not going to happen. They're not going to have this fixed. And it didn't, and it yeah. still hasn't. And yeah. uh, They did launch, or did they announce, though, 27th. Of October? No, September. Oh, really? Yeah, let me just double check that. Were you gonna, that's... We could go. We that's could Tuesday. Because, yeah, Kennedy Space Center emailed me that... Uh, uh, my our tickets are still good. You, you sort of sold them to the guy. I don't know. Well, that was uh, I just sent him a thing. You know, yeah. I could text him and be like, "Yeah, we're uh, we're coming back." <laughs> uh, September twenty seventh. Yeah. So, but we did get to visit Kennedy Space Center, which was included with our price of the the launch yeah. pass. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it was a fun trip. All in all, it rained a ton when we were there, which is fine. It yeah. was Florida. Uh, the sheer smack of humidity there was just so impressive. It was so miserable. Yeah. I no, don't know how people live in Florida. I think it would take you maybe 14 years to get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, it is crazy. I mean, we came back to record heat in Utah. Yeah, and it was still lovely. <laughs> yeah, it was still way better than, like, so what, in Florida, what, what did we get, like 92? It was in the 90s. But like 70, 80% humidity. Yeah, I mean, you know, you get in, you get out of your car, and if you have glasses on, they fog They instantly. fog, yeah. Um, and you just walk out of the airport, and it just, it's weird. You just, it's like walking it's a into wall. a wall. It's, it's a wall. Whoa, what yeah. is this? Not much reprieve in the shade. No. Especially compared to a, des- a desert. Right. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty mid. <laughs> miserable man i don't know if i could live there no i, I mean everybody says you get used florida, to it you know and we saw some people at the launch who were from florida right and they had just visited wyoming though right and they were saying that they got like nosebleeds well, like oh yeah well, i'd take that anyway it's so man. dry whatever <laughs> but they did they told us they're like we got used to took a took a few years because they had a buddy there from right. phoenix right who was dying he was miserable yeah man i <laughs> And his Phoenix. People are always joking, like, oh, it's a dry heat. I'm like, that's a real thing. It is a real thing. It's a real freaking thing, because man. this dude was from Phoenix, where it's 120 degrees. Yeah. And he came to Florida, and he was like, I got to get out. I'm going inside for a few minutes. Yeah. He was, he was like, he was so miserable. And all three of us, this guy and me and Spencer, were just dripping sweat. That's why I've always been... <laughs> champion for the miami heat changing their name to the humidity <laughs> or or just the wet or or changing it to it's not the heat it's the humidity that's the whole name <laughs> there you go yeah <laughs> yeah the miami wet that's a porn hub arena right the miami <laughs> it's not the heat it's the humidity 
<laughs> oh yeah, it's hot. I, I don't, I don't know how else to explain it. But the people were people were staring at me on the day of. The I launch. bought a forty dollar towel. Yeah, it was he, so hot. <laughs> he bought an Artemis towel. A forty dollar towel that cost probably a quarter to make. And it's one sided. It's one sided. Only print on one side. <laughs> and I haven't used it since. It's yeah. sitting somewhere. No, it was. But yeah, yeah. NASA people, was cool. people, those guys were looking at me like, "What is wrong with it?" Because it was like seven thirty in the morning, and we're dripping sweat, waiting for this launch. I to just happen. thought it was so. Now I grew up in Texas, and it's humid there. But I, I don't, I don't think it's to the level that it is there, or there's just more moisture in the air because. Well, it was the combo. All, all the windows were always wet. There was right. always dew on all the windows, right. the bus windows in the morning. It was always wet. It was a combo too. Did you notice how when we were sitting on the grass for the launch, uh-huh. the sun came up and it was beating. Right. But there was also no air movement oh, whatsoever. I've it's never been breeze. in a place where it was the, the air is so stagnant. dead, like stagnant. Yeah. It just nothing. I'm like, even just a simple half knot. So I started blowing on Brian. <laughs> <laughs> a simple half knot breeze. They should just put a big fan on the on the bleachers. The tip of Florida. <laughs> Anyway, that's Florida for you. Don't go in uh, freaking August. Yeah. Anyway, we had uh, it was fun. You know, we we had some uh, southern food while we were there. I had some fried catfish. Yep. We went to the Kennedy Space Center. We saw uh, totally worth that. By the way, the yeah. visit to Kennedy is amazing. They got a Saturn V that's you you, you can it's walk huge. underneath yeah, it. It's way huge. bigger than you think it is. They got a space shuttle. Um, yeah, two space shuttles. Atlantis is there. Well, I guess they have the they have the fuel tank and the boosters outside that. Right, which I'm not convinced are real. <laughs> but I mean, it's the, it's life size. Yeah, yeah. But the, remember the they had the um, Falcon or yeah, the heavy the Falcon heavy was there and it was real. When you're looking at it. You're like, did they paint it to look used? Yeah, I know. and so we asked the host. I know, but as we walked by, you tapped on the Atlantis <laughs> booster and it was styrofoam. <laughs> yeah, so. Maybe it was just covered in foam. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, I mean, all the other, well, not all the other ones. Anyway, it's really cool. Atlantis was cool. That was definitely the best exhibit there. And they had a little subtle launch simulator that was cool that put you upright and shook you. No, the the experience to see Atlantis is is amazing. Yeah, it is really cool. If you're paying attention, it'll make you cry. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Whereas the Saturn V is just like awe inspiring. You go in there, there, you're like, I don't understand. How is. This is so big. It's so big. And then, after looking at my penis, you look at the Saturn V, <laughs> and you're like, oh, ho, 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 it's even bigger. Huge. <laughs> yeah. So, with with Artemis, and this show, this, this program that we do has never dove into, or delved. Gi- given into conspiracy theories. We've, we've brought them up. Yeah. We've discussed them, and usually we're like, this is stupid. That the moon landing wasn't real, the original. But here's the thing. <laughs> With each passing Artemis fail... It's true. I'm just like... Mm-hmm. It's true, especially considering they have a Saturn V there. Just put it back together, <laughs> fill it up with fuel, launch that one. We know how to use it. Bring well, out the old so computers. That, everything that I've read says that we did things... During Saturn V, we did things so fast and so sloppily and so we didn't keep good records Just abandoned. I guess, that we didn't know we don't know how to rebuild Saturn. Oh, is that really what happened? That's what that's what yeah. I'm hearing. It's possible. There was I'm telling you, it was like one dude. 
<laughs> who knew how it worked, you know? Some von Braun Nazi. Yeah, von Braun was the only guy who knew how it worked. I mean, I I think I explained this to you. To be fair, so they have they had a few problems on launch day. They had a communication problem with the module where mm-hmm. the humans would be. They had a helium leak. Hydrogen, hydrogen. excuse me, hydrogen leak. That would be awesome. We'd all be talking funny. <laughs> and then uh they couldn't get one of the engines cool enough because right. it has to be like negative 400 degrees before the fire starts. Right. But So if you look back, though, to when shuttle, the shuttle was starting, mm-hmm. they had the exact same problems. Right. They, it's, it's, so, it must I mean, be something. That was the 80s, so why didn't we figure that <laughs> well, stuff out? Well, that's what out? I was telling you. There must be something with hydrogen and, and these mechanical parts that, to hook on that just doesn't work right. It's because they don't know how to use caulk. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe they need to get a plumber over there instead of these, these nerdy NASA engineers right. that have never built a bathtub before. Think about it this way: if you were, you have an O-ring to seal off your hose as you're filling some of the water. Okay. Okay. Now cool that rubber O-ring down to negative 500 we're gonna degrees. Try. We're going to try, and it's, it just breaks. Uh, maybe there's not something that can seal. <laughs> maybe they well should enough. stop using garden hoses <laughs> to fuel the ship. <laughs> right. Well, it's the cheapest thing. Oh, we, we got a leak. Somebody go to Home Depot and get a new hose. Well, you know they've been using the the flex seal tape <laughs> on the side. You know the info. NASA did create that. Anyway, I'm just trying to be fair to NASA that Billy every time, May said it would work. <laughs> every time that they've created a new rocket, they've had this problem with hydrogen. Right. So, space shuttle went through it. In fact, the the uh, ad the how was it frozen? <laughs> Just up there. The administrator for NASA. Every time they interviewed him, he's like, "Look, I went on the space shuttle. It was scrubbed four times. Right. Stop asking me why it's scrubbed." <laughs> he was a, he was at least nice enough, but. I don't know. I guess we're just more in the know nowadays. They did replace the... I just the... think that they shouldn't have sold $250 right. a piece tickets to something that they were not confident. Right. No, let's explain this to people, yeah. okay? We, our hotel was, if there's no traffic, 20 minutes away from Kennedy. Right. And with multiple different routes. Right, we could have taken, I think, two different routes to get there. Right, routes, <laughs> whatever. Uh, so we wake up at three o'clock in the morning. Three in the morning, because we heard the the gates open at five thirty. Mm-hmm. Buses start leaving. Or no, gates opened it. Gates opened at three thirty. Buses start leaving at five thirty. Right at Kennedy, and the way this works is it's just a causeway, kind of like going to Antelope Island. Right, it's like six miles long causeway, and. We we leave, and the entire right lane for, like, three miles is stopped mm-hmm. on this four-lane highway. Mm-hmm. Spencer gets in the left lane and passes uh-huh. at least 200 cars. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> and then just zippered in at the last That's minute. That's what we call a dick move. Right. But even with doing that, we were still stuck for two, two hours, hours. Over two hours. To go a quarter mile. And it's it's because they were doing a checkpoint to make sure you had right. a ticket before you even went over the causeway, before you right. even went on to Kennedy's right. island. The Right. It's yeah. an it's a like it's like an island in the yeah. middle of a marsh. Yeah. So it's And then the cop we pulled up to the cop and he did this. Yeah, he did a he made us he made a he made rectangle a, house, a, he made a home plate <laughs> with his fingers. Like Spencer's looking at him through the windshield, and he's making with his fingers. He's doing yeah. He's making a home like a yeah. 
And um, I, I oh just. Oh my God, I just realized why it's called home plate. It's shaped like a house. <laughs> Is that why it's called home plate? I think that's why they made it shaped like a home. No. I, I don't know. Chicken or the egg here. Chicken or the egg. I'm going to have to do some post so research and come <laughs> back because my mind might have just been melted. Yeah. Um, so if any police officers know. <laughs> well, apparently that meant that in, in Florida cop speak, that means show me your ticket, S- asshole. Stop. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> show me your ticket. Then proceed. Yeah. A little home plate with your fingers in the air means show me your ticket, asshole. And so I rolled down my window and just showed sure, him my phone. Your penis. Uh, your phone. Well, I tried my penis first, and he, you know, he said, "No, no, no." Hey, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't have a ticket, but uh, I could have sworn I interest you in something else. <laughs> I could, I could have sworn you made the jerk motion, man. <laughs> anyway, but then we got on the causeway, straight shot, no traffic. Yeah, we got in pretty quick. It was amazing. And then we took a bus. We we did get to see the big, uh, the huge. Uh, assembly building yeah, the that you see in all the building. movies and yep. everything. Giant um, NASA logo. Yeah. And the, the loader was right. I don't know if you saw that. It was right yep. next to it. Yeah. They have an extra which one. Which is, uh, <laughs> I think it's the one. Oh, is there only one? So yeah, they rolled it they back. Roll it, they, they roll it up there and then they then dump they it off it and they roll it back. This is the big tank looking thing that rolls the rocket which to the launch pad. Which in hindsight seems really stupid. They can't let it get ruined. I guess they can't let it get close because you have to be three miles away to not get they damaged. Could put, they can make like a little garage. You know, like the ground moves away. The ground move. The ground like, and they roll it down into the ground. And there's there's things they could do. This is NASA. They went to the moon. (laughs) Well, (laughs) anyway, this is NASA. (laughs) They can't figure out how to cock a a hose. Oh man, I came across a Challenger video. Oh, shouldn't have done that. I know it's so sad. And then you then you go into the rabbit hole of like, oh, they the capsule actually was fine. They may have survived mm-hmm. the initial. Although I did read one comment that was like they were so violently blown off that thing and spun that they were at the very least they were knocked out. Right. But they fell for three minutes before mm-hmm. they hit the ocean. So there's speculation that they were alive in there because the capsule was fine until it hit the water at like 200 right. miles an hour. 200. Which, that's it. Yeah, it's kind of a kind of a you know terminal velocity for that thing, I guess. Hmm. But we were like 12 miles up. It was crazy. Yeah. Sad. So sad. And I, now I wonder, I wonder if they retrofit the other shuttles with, like, chutes right there on the on the crew capsule. The current one? No, like, yeah, like after Challenger. Oh, no. They should have put... So. Sh- they that was put one sh- of the reasons they decided to... Because it's not safe. There's no abort system. Uh, There's nothing you can do. Yeah. If they were to rebuild a shuttle, they'd probably put it in where you could eject the, the, cap, right. the, right. the front. Right. And parachute. But well, I mean, it's like if the capsule can survive that, you know, throw some chutes on there and let it just. Brian, I can't in. imagine <laughs> it's that simple. <laughs> no, I mean, you roll down the window, you throw your you parachute, just drill on. a hole into the into the ceramic tiles. Uh, well, and I don't know if this is true. It's another comment I read that was like a couple of them did turn the oxygen on on their suits, so maybe a couple of them did survive the yeah. initial the initial blast. Looking at because you get. Atlantis, the space shuttle, you get really close. Like, you can almost touch it close. Right. Um, you could touch the wing. Could you? Yeah. And um, I got a boner. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like this with, with most aircraft. You know, from a distance, it looks like one solid piece. But when yeah. you get close, like on an airplane, you see all the bajillions of 
rivets. It's a million pieces. Um, the space shuttle is even weirder because it's all these ceramic tiles. Right. And they're all numbered. Right. And they've all got one screw on them in the middle. And when he says a lot, we're talking, the space shuttle's huge. Right. Not like 747 huge. It could fit on the top. But right. it's huge. And these tiles are like, some of them are like two inches by three inches. Yeah. Rectangle. And they're all kind of cut and, and, and shaped to the, the 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 plane. And they couldn't get glue to work, so they had to screw them yeah, in. Each screwed. one is screwed in. And what's even more interesting is um, the top of it, the top of the front especially, has they're called blankets. And right. they're 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 basically blankets. It's like that, Kevlar that cover the right. metal. And you actually told me what they were. It was cotton and fire retardant or something. Yeah. It was not something it was like what? <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I mean, yeah. I guess they had to make it as light as possible. Yeah, yeah. And they had just and they just had to use half a million screws <laughs> to put the ceramic that tiles on there. So freaking ridiculously heavy. Yeah, that's why it it did not land well. It was very no. It was hardly a glider. No, it was yeah. not. I don't even. <laughs> they probably didn't even need to put wings on no, it. No, it's just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What are these things even doing? And they were huge, like the the elevator control on the on the I rudder, know. just massive. They were so massive. the the con- The control surfaces were just thick. They were really thick, yeah. and uh, like when you look at the ones on the plane, they're kind of with the wing. They're not that thick, but these are just like they're girthy. Huge. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're girthy. And the tires, they had a couple tires there. They're just so big. Yeah, so it's weird. Huge. All that stuff fits in the shuttle, like the the landing gear. Yeah, and, and of course uh, they had the Canada arm, the Canada arm. <laughs> we have to give Canada their props for building. Uh, did I, what, what did I say? I, th- <laughs> I felt it felt like uh, they were they were pretty much done with the shuttle, oh. and Canada was like, "Oh, oh we we want to help. Uh, we want to participate." Eh? Uh, <laughs> well, uh, I, we need an arm, right? Like they, a robot. They arm. told the American engineer Northrop was going to do it, but I guess <laughs> no, they told the <laughs> they told the one dude at NASA, "Hey, we know that you're building the arm in your garage." Yeah. Sorry, we got to yeah, scrap we, it. We, <laughs> in fact, actually, we're not even scrapping. We're going to take yours and we're going to put a Canada sticker on it <laughs> and say that Canada built it. They gave us a hundred grand. Okay, <laughs> Canada's on the phone. Oh, how's that arm doing? <laughs> oh, oh, thanks, Canada. It's that it's doesn't great. look like the one we built. It's great. Like, oh shit, Canada's coming with us this time. We got to put on. We got to oh, put on man. the Canada arm. That's, <laughs> gonna, that's like when you visit your grandma and you got to put the. Like the sweater they knitted on. <laughs> I'm not saying that Canada's not capable, but it really does look like the little kid who wants to participate right, afterwards. Right. It's it's like, did we really have to label that? There's so many parts on on the space shuttle. Right. None of them are labeled with like a special sticker like right. these these wings were made in Israel. Yeah. <laughs> but the Canada arm is Can yeah. you imagine if you were to do that on an airliner, <laughs> the yeah. number of states oh. and, and countries, it would be like <laughs> Be ridiculous, uh, yeah. Canada, but uh, you know Kennedy's paying us to say this, so uh, you should totally go there. No, it's actually it's actually a really. I'm not entirely sure it's worth the price of admission. It is eighty dollars a day. Yeah, but Ooh. it's it's it is cool. I would say that if you have kids, there's tons. There's definitely more to do. Don't go in the summer or rainy season. <laughs> this is like a January visit. Just all year. That's it is. Yeah, you got to go January, <laughs> February. What's your friend that we went? We met one of Brian's friends there. Yeah, his coworker, and he's like, "Yeah, the the rainy season is from March <laughs> until October. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like all year. That's all year, man. What? <laughs> yeah. And they, I was surprised to hear this. They, you can't drink 
the water is like bad there. They get it all from aquifers, not from rain, I guess. And it's just weird. I don't know. It rains like nonsense. The floor, the water, the ground in Florida is poisonous. <laughs> I don't know. Oh man, Spencer did try and get me to see a gator, yeah, and we, we didn't, we see, didn't any see a gator. Despite there supposedly being thirteen thousand in that lake. Yeah. Big, big, giant lake full of gators. We didn't see one. No, not a single yeah. gator. They saw us. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Dinosaurs. Or you know. anacondas. Are there anacondas there? Probably. I don't know. That's when they attack you from the side. Did we see any creatures? Uh, we saw some cool birds. Yeah, I guess that's it. Um, yeah. That's about it. Oh, you know what? We skip. We we did see a launch. We did see a launch. Oh, it's on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, we found out that SpaceX was launching a Falcon 9 right. at night. Right. And we went and we had to wait like, what, two hours? Yeah, we went to like just... Because they kept pushing it back because of weather. What do they, they call it like, the, was it the Space Coast? Yeah. It's like this whole long area of coast where people just go to watch launches. Right. So we went and found just a grassy area where we saw other people congregating. Right. <laughs> and went, it was 10 miles away. Yeah. And... It was crazy. It was super cool. It was very ten cool. miles away. Yeah, and the sound took about a minute to get yep. to us. And when it did get there, it was really loud, very really rumbly. Yep, uh, lit up the sky like the sun. It made us really excited for Monday <laughs> when we would see Artemis from we've only from three, three miles. miles away. So not only we were going to be three from miles a rocket away, that's three times as powerful. Right, it's way bigger, and it's three miles away instead of ten miles. So we did see a launch, though. Yeah. Yeah, we did see a launch. It was cool. You can go see that on TikTok uh, on our what is it? The Arctic Pod. I watched another SpaceX launch. SpaceX launch the other day. On, yeah, I heard they were on, launching uh, another. I wonder why they launch them at night. Like what? I don't know. They did that? some more Starlink. Um, it was also a payload to the space station. They were doing both. Also, Blue Origin had a malfunction. Had to abort. I well, think. At least a pill for that. We saw their facility. It was there at NASA as well. Yeah, they got a. We got the feather. Remember the feather logo? Oh yeah, it looks like a black dildo. If you're on a, at a computer or your phone right now and you can safely Google Blue at Origin least from a logo, distance. I'm really gonna look at it like, what the hell is he talking about? Yeah, the about? Blue Origin logo. It's a feather, and it looks from a distance. It looks like a a big black dildo. Yeah, are, are you squinting? <laughs> yeah, I mean, because it does though. When I was driving. And it doesn't it doesn't fit with the logo at all. No, it's weird. Like it's like blue, the blue origin, origin it's a logo feather. Is really simple, and then there's just like this really detailed feather on top. Right. That sort of looks like a peen when you are well, driving the, up on it and don't know that it's a feather. The other thing is their rocket it, yeah, looks more like a peen than any phallic. Yeah, than anything else. Phallic. Like the yeah, the it's whole like Bezos' head. God. <laughs> penis. Oh, so they they're when I Google it, it's blue. Oh, no, there's a black one. No, there's the black one right there. Yeah. That's the one. You just got to kind of squint at it. I think it's the way it kind of curves up. Yeah, yeah and no, the, it is. And the texture in the feather looks a little like... Uh, no, when I saw it, it was like five in the morning, too. It's true. So. <laughs> it's a little like a vascular system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Now that I'm looking at it, it looks like a feather. I kind of regret not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it does look like a feather, but it also looks like a dildo. You know, one other thing from um, from our trip yeah. that I didn't, I completely spaced. Oh. We rented a car. Rental car rundown. It's been a while. It's been a while since I actually rented a car. Yeah. And, uh, you Made know, the mistake of car, going with Hertz. 
well, yeah, Hertz. I normally use Enterprise, but rental cars have gone up in price since Rona. And, but of all the uh, cars that you've rented, Enterprise is still the way to go. I usually do Enterprise, and yep. they normally upgrade me. I've never had any bad experiences with Enterprise. Right. Um, but they <laughs> wanted $80 a day or $88 a day, and Hertz wanted 50 Right. And, you know, it used to be like 20 to $30 a day. Right. So I was like, ugh. And uh, Hertz has this thing where if you pay for it in advance, it's cheaper. You sure. pay for the whole thing. But I found a little back loop that if I go through my employer, I didn't have to. I got it cheaper and I didn't have to pay all up front. All right. Which turned out to be good because I didn't know that. I figured they would screw me. Right. But when you turn return rental cars early, they will refund you. Didn't know that either. I, either. I thought for sure they were going to charge you for that I, day. I would if I was the company. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. You're one minute late, full which day. Which turned out to be good because that $50 that we saved went directly to the tolls. Which was another fifty dollars. Oh my gosh! Actually, Florida it was thirty-three, has, and they charge seventeen in, for a convenience fee. Yeah, Florida has more tolls than anywhere in the country. It was crazy. Anywhere, every road is a toll. Every freeway, every dirt road, is a toll. Anyway, go on with your rental uh, car rundown. So yeah, we rented a uh, the cheapest car there. It was a Ford. It's a car I've never heard of. It was, was a it? Ford Eco Sport. Oh, Eco Sport. This car was the biggest piece of shit yeah. I've ever driven in my life. Yeah, it was nothing worked on it. I've never I've never heard of this car. It was slow. The door was hidden in the back. <laughs> yeah. The the back It was it, small. It is a crossover SUV. It's but hardly an SUV. It's basically a, a lifted smart it's true. car. No one could fit in the back. There were, I'm serious, with our seats where they were, no legs could fit back there. No. And the back is not a hatchback like any other crossover or whatever it is. Right. It was a, ga- a, it was a gate, what? but hidden in the brake light. In the brake light, the handle. T- I was out there at Walmart about to break a window trying to right. figure out how to open the back at the of the car. At the airport, we just put our bags in the back up. seat because we couldn't figure it out. I gave up. It was stupid. And then... It was kind of it was kind of dark, and Spencer couldn't find the headlights. Oh yeah, that was a whole thing. We couldn't find the we headlights. Driving out with, without yeah. headlights for like an hour, and then the radio was a nightmare. Radio never worked it, until the very last day. It, it, it the, the Apple CarPlay. It had CarPlay, sort of. But every time we plugged my it phone froze. in, it would go black. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. Until literally, we were an hour away from the airport, and it started working great. And then. The gas mileage didn't seem to be that good. So whatever Ford Eco. This is a car that I feel like was made in Yugoslavia. Yeah. And rebranded as Ford. Yeah. It is a big piece of garbage. Like I didn't I've never heard of it. I thought I thought like the Ford Escape was the smallest little crossover they made. This is. I'm sorry if you drive one. I'm sorry. (laughs) And I mean that like I'm really sorry that you drive one. That you know that it's a piece of garbage. Yeah. Maybe it was just maybe if we would have got the silver one instead of the blue right. one. He did. I he did ask. He did, and when I said blue, he was like, mm, are you uh, "Sure, yeah. Are you sure you want?" Uh... Then we saw a silver one. Yeah, at our hotel, <laughs> yeah, could have been the same one. Yeah. So don't well, listen. I blame Hertz. I yeah. I blame Hertz. I you know I, mean, I don't think Enterprise has Eco Sports. I might. I don't. You know I don't know. I mean why is Sport? It's got a little mini turbo on there. No, like, <laughs> it was slow. It was not fast. That's true. It was. It was. There was not no redeeming qualities to this car. Right. 
at all. Ford, stop making this car. I, Get your act together. I've had way better Fords. I thought Ford had come up in the world. Well, you know how the supply chain and rental car companies are out of cars? I think this car was made for that. Mm, probably. Or they made it. No one bought it. And they were like, oh, sell them all to rental car companies for like a thousand yeah. bucks. <laughs> Pretty much just give them yeah. to them. Um, we went to the beach too. That was cool. The beach is very nice. Anyway, man, fun. that was a lot of time on Florida. Hey, you know, we had that was a big trip for us. Uh, and then we played a show. Um, oh, I have a new job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you got like a hundred percent raise. <laughs> No, but it is like sixty percent, seventy percent. Yeah, it's more significant. Than yeah, it's significant. Um, life. It's a life changing sum uh, for you. Yeah. So I love my job currently with the airlines, and uh, I uh, have a friend that when he left this the company I work for, he went to go work for a company called Flight Safety, which uh, they do um, training. They were, they were responsible for the seven thirty seven Max. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they do training for for a lot of the airlines for private pilots. In fact, the Skywest company I work for is contracted with them. Um, so I uh, he's like, you should come work for us. The pay will be a lot more. And I was like, I don't know, man. And so I applied and interviewed, and they gave it me gave it to me the yeah. highest. It's not even the max pay. Did I tell you that? It's not. Oh, even, really? You could have asked for more. Well, it's it's like when you text me, I almost said like, "Hey, you should ask for this much more." Well, I thought just cause I, I it's more than what I asked for, right? <laughs> what they offered, right? But it's not the top. That's awesome. So after a few years, I made room be, to grow. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I I have to take it because it's just yeah, it's too good. It's a no brainer for sure. It's the kind of where money where I won't have to really worry about finances anymore. Yeah, and pay all my bills with one check, and I'll just have another check to. I mean, buy it, a Gibson with every month. Right. It is never enough, though. No, you know? I remember when after I, I graduated two Gibsons a month. Right. <laughs> exactly. After I graduated from college, no jobs. Two thousand nine. Right. Right. And I remember me and Danny or me and Ashley talking. I'm like. All I need is like thirty thousand dollars a year. <laughs> you know, like can I just get can I just get that? I mean, at the time I was delivering pizzas still because that's what I did through college. Right. You know, um, and then I, I think I got a job at AT and T. I think they paid me forty or forty five. I was like, oh fuck yeah, no worries. You know, and then it turned into like if I could just if I could just pull in like fifty fifty five, mm-hmm. and it just keeps going up. That's true. It just it never stops. It's just never enough. And I had a boss at Menlove uh, Car Dealership, mm-hmm. right? This guy made over a million dollars a year. Mm. He was he was a dick. Mm. But a bunch of us asked for raises at the same time in this department I was in, and so he pulled us in one day. He wasn't even our our boss. He was like our boss's boss's boss. Mm-hmm. So he pulled everyone. He's like, "You guys got to stop asking for raises." I'm here to tell you that it's just never enough. And none of us believed him. This guy seriously, he was making like. I think he was making like thirty grand a month. Wow! And he had the audacity, he had like a Viper, in like this is two thousand four, right? He had a Viper delivered to the dealership. <laughs> uh, anyway, I just remember him saying that, and I was like, that can't be true. You know, I'm sure there is a crossover. The only number I know for sure um, that they've studied to determine happiness two hundred fifty thousand. No, it's seventy five. 
Oh, really? Yeah. They found that... Now, I don't know when this was done with inflation. I'm going right? to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> they said that money doesn't create any more happiness for you past like 70 grand, 75 I grand a year. I thought it was 250. No, that's like, it's an arbitrary government number. Mm. But... You know, they, that was the study was two fifty. They do is they study all these other super wealthy people and find that you know on on, on a, as objective a scale as we can find, they're not any happier with a billion dollars than all these people with you know a hundred thousand dollars. Right, right. Which of course we know that's like we can we talk about taxing the rich. You know, there's no difference between having a hundred billion dollars and a hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. There's, re- there's really no difference in your lifestyle, you know. <laughs> well, I, one you can buy a hundred million dollar yacht. Sure. The other you can't. So that's all right. Let's call it a billion and a hundred billion. My point is that all Fine. the billionaires should be taxed at, you know, ninety five percent after their first billion. Right. Which is completely fair, by the way. That was done in in World War Two. Mm-hmm. If you made more than. I want to say two hundred thousand dollars. You were taxed at ninety four percent after that two hundred thousand. It's not unheard of. Like it's just we live in a society where we can we can take care of each other. You don't need two hundred billion. You didn't earn it, man. You didn't earn it. No. You know, like there's nothing you could do to earn that amount of money. That really bugs me when he's a self made. He pulled himself up like. No. Yeah, I guess to make his first like million, but then it's other people no, that he, did it for exactly. him. Exactly. He should be Bezos should be very proud of himself for what he built. It's great. But he he didn't earn even a billion dollars. He he had an idea, you know? Like <laughs> you didn't you, your time is not worth that much more than anyone else's time. Right. It, it's That's uh yeah. That uh that that uh the whole the whole time being worth thing, you know, that so we're going to talk about this later. I put it on the rundown, the jazz, just oh, yeah, real yeah. quick. Um, just because Jeff Bezos had an idea and made billions doesn't mean that he's an expert in anything, no, right? No. Now he just got lucky in a lot of right. different ways. He had a good idea. He hired the right people. Right. And and it worked out. The timing was right. So, what's the difference between that and Danny Ainge? Why do we think that this guy could just blow up the jazz and we think it's going to be successful? I, I'm i not convinced it is. I mean, we get, we're going to have a rough couple seasons. Right. Really rough. Like, we're... I, just I hate, don't know if we're going to want to watch I the next couple seasons. I just hate consultants. I think <laughs> consultants, the ones that I've dealt with, are just... Full of shit, right? And they're just well. What is his title now? Is I he don't the, know. Is he the the president? Yeah, but they did hire him. I know. I know. Whatever. Ryan Smith did hire. Uh, him. But that just goes for all jobs. Just consulting. This. I'm an expert. I did it once, so obviously I can do it. You know, right. On a whim. I will say that for all the people that are mad, and we, you know, we've never claimed to be a sports show. This is just my take on on the jazz here. Right. For all the people that are uh, whining about losing Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell, and Rudy Gobert, uh, like uh, Chris, he's remember our our friend Chris, yeah, from the he he he's, he's upset. upset. I... What? There's no other way 
the Jazz can rebuild. They have to rebuild because with Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, they're going to keep getting the playoffs or keep being high enough that they aren't going to get draft picks. Here's and no one wants to come to Utah, so the only thing you can do is blow up the team and start completely over. I I totally understand the philosophy, and I don't I don't necessarily disagree with it, especially when it came to Donovan because. If any of the rumors are true, he wasn't happy here. Yeah, he didn't see you know? he wants to be here. But Rudy, I think, was happy here. Yeah. And Rudy wanted to win. Wants to win. Right? So I thought, I'm not, once again, I'm, I've never done this. Right? I've never built a basketball team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ainge has certainly done it in Boston. He had a much larger budget, I think, I would imagine, in those days. But whatever. I thought that the better move would be to keep at least one of them, and in my opinion, Rudy, because Rudy wanted to win and Donovan didn't want to be here. Right. And build around that person. Right? I mean, Rudy is still an all-star. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's past any prime. He's still got probably eight to ten years left. He might not win Defensive Player of the Year three years in a row again. But right. in my opinion, we could have built around Rudy. Now we have two years, at least this whole season, that's going to be just shit. It's going to be garbage. Right? Until we draft. Because I don't know, unless, unless, unless we start trading away those draft picks to another team. Right. Maybe. But this whole season is going to be just a... I, just, I also <laughs> feel like draft picks in any sport are just such a gamble. Yeah, it's a complete gamble. Because... I mean, if, for example, you have uh, Trevor Lawrence, who was the number one pick for for in the NFL last year, but the year before, and he won a couple national championships. You know, huge, and now he's in the NFL, and he's uh, he's all right. Yeah, it's interesting no, how I, I how things you... don't translate. Right? Wasn't Rudy not drafted? Uh. If he was, it was really it wasn't very high. I don't know. Tom Brady was all Tom Brady, the greatest f- quarterback. I'm not even gonna say arguably, man. He's I basically worship him. He's my new Lord and Savior. Um, it was the 27th overall pick and was traded on draft night. So, I mean, Donovan was the 13th pick. Right. These are two superstars. No, and. And you have players a like a lot of the best players. Well, that's not I don't know, that's not always true in basketball. A lot of the first round picks tend to to do well. First pick in 2016, round 1, Ben Simmons. Oh yeah. He's a piece of garbage, <laughs> He's a man. piece of shit, man. He he freaking Tom Brady. One Tom Brady uh, the best quarterback in NFL history was drafted in the 2000 draft. Man, he's been playing for a long time. Long time. 199th overall. Yeah. <laughs> greatest, greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah. That's and that's not uncommon, especially in football. Um. Yeah. No. So, and I made this. I was talking to my brother about this because he's super excited to see the Jazz rebuild. Right. I'm not saying I'm not excited. I'm just not sure that was a move that was necessary when we had these two players. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but I told him the same thing. I'm like, draft picks, there, there's never nothing certain about those. Draft shoot, man. It's a yeah. gamble. Now, if we start finding a player who's two, three years in and trading those draft picks, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I guess it's just a matter like, how much do you trust 
Danny Ainge. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't. I have no idea. So I don't know. Whatever. Um, something I found on Facebook the other day. Uh, it was a news report that came up. Uh, on Fox thirteen, and it was uh, where's the picture? The best. The American. Uh, Utah American. Association of State Troopers. Okay. Puts on a competition um, for the best looking. Is this it right here? Yeah. Okay. The best looking cruisers in America. All right. I got it pulled up on our. And they were, you know, the Utah Highway Patrol was pushing to get their. What is that? Their car. What kind of car is that? It's a, it's a Charger. Oh, a Charger. <clears throat> now, obviously, if you look at this picture here, it's a picture of the Utah State Trooper on the Salt Flats with the Milky Way behind it. Great picture. Yeah, they could have scrubbed the salt off the tires. I, I don't know. I think... It's just a little too caked. It's a little caked. You're right. But um, obviously, this competition is not based on the livery of the car, <laughs> and it's based on the picture the livery, the livery being the the paint job, the paint job. Because right. our paint job is is stupid. <laughs> it's, it's ugly. Look at the freaking beehive it's looks like it's beehive. from like Mayberry. <laughs> yeah, like it's a seventies beehive, and they took the the actual voting is gone, so you can't see all the pictures. Yeah, it's definitely based on the photo, um, not on the car. Oh, here's the website. This website here, CarBuzz.com, has some of the other cruisers, and I'm just here to tell you. That there are way better looking police cars in America oh, yeah. that should have won this competition. Are th- are these? Do they have to be like the cars that regular troopers drive? Because you see some like the dare there cops that have few, like Corvettes. There were a few that were like Mustangs and stuff that I saw. Oh yeah, if you look at this page here, there's a Challenger. Um, also, like way better paint job. So obviously, they're just going for the picture. And this Mustang looks like they just put a sticker on it. Is that me or you? I think it's probably me. There we go. Um, So, great picture. Horrible police car. Uh, Do better, Utah. It won? It won. There were 12 spots because it's a calendar. Yeah, that Challenger's way cooler. Yeah. The blue and silver? Yeah. That's rad. Yes. I mean, listen, Uh, I'm no fan of cops. Utah won (laughs) November for the calendar. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Uh, a Kentucky won. Tennessee won. California. Oh, California did that. One in front of the Golden Gate Bridge. See, it's obviously based on the photo. This right. is bias. You know, well, just there make needs it a... to be a competition based on the paint job, not the picture. What's the overall car? You know, they should do like, what's the horsepower? Yeah. What's the, well, what's the you torque? Know, it's pretty you much know? all the same. There's only like <laughs> two or three different police car models now. But I've seen like, you know, like I said, like the dare officers have like Corvettes or like, yeah, I if mean, they there's impound some... them from drug dealers. That's <laughs> normally what they are. Right. I do like that. Uh, the blue Dubai and wins the best police cars because yeah. they have like Ferraris and Lamborghinis. It's true. I've never understood in the, the hot, like the, the states that don't have a winter. Mm-hmm. You see like the SUVs. Like, what is that? I don't know. They're kind of the commonplace tr- now. SUVs and trucks are, yeah. you know, and, and a lot of it's because if they have a dog. Uh, Ford stopped making the uh, the uh, Taurus. 
and the only one that makes a car anymore specifically for police is Dodge. Yeah. So gotta the, go the get Charger's the, the only one now. Bring back the Crown Vic, man. And Ford just does the Explorer. That's their police interceptor. Interceptor. It's like a... Wasn't that what the boat's called on uh, Pirates? <laughs> Not Black the, Pearl? No, no, no. The the one that the that the English used to catch it, the Interceptor. Sure. Sure, I sure, think sure, that's sure. what it is. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Um, one thing. Now, um, before we move on to... Uh, I don't know, whatever else we're talking about. Uh, the other day, I was... Uh, I was driving, and uh, I saw someone on the side of the road. And uh, <laughs> I already know where. You're <laughs> Let me guess, you didn't stop. No, yeah. of course not. <laughs> you want to get kidnapped? Get out of here! <laughs> and I thought to myself, uh, someone else will do it. <laughs> I don't know. This, you gotta have AAA, right? Yeah, the guy looked like maybe he was having a hard time. And I was like, huh, he doesn't look. Well, who the hell doesn't have some sort of roadside assistance nowadays? I don't know. Your I, cell phone provider? I think I do. I have, I have Brian. I just call you. Like, <laughs> credit hey, credit uh, card companies. Uh, we saw, Ash and I saw someone on the side of the road the other day, and she's like, you're going to stop? I'm like, no, not with not with like you and the kids in here. You know, I'm going right. to get out, and they're going to hit me with a tire iron, come drive the car away with you guys in it. I don't know. Right. You know, I have stopped to help. I was... Leaving work a couple years back uh-huh. when I wasn't working remote. Right. And it was like sleeting. Uh-huh. And I saw I saw a girl like trying to jack up her car with like a little hand jack. And I was like, oh, fuck. I can't I can't not stop, you know. So my point is, is uh you're way more altruistic than me. And you like on uh, the fourth of July when that guy fell, you were on the phone with the cops but or the with, <laughs> with the fire department. Before anyone else was, you stopped at a bajillion accidents. I'm the complete opposite. I am this. I am. I am. Someone else will do it, but you are the someone else. <laughs> and so I was thinking, instead of uh, you, you know, you have your shit balls and 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 and, and fuck, fuck yeah. shirts. I was like, you know, what would be a better, uh, not better, another another brand is something that's be the someone else. Ooh, like be the change. Yeah. So it's more positive I'm going than to shit copyright that right now. Be the someone else. Ah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I got we'll you. Make that shirt. I thought you were going to go with someone else will do it. <laughs> That's the other one. <laughs> it's two shirts. That's the one I like a, I'm with stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And then the arrow. <laughs> yeah. I'm the someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's true. I, I do call 911 a lot. Yeah. Especially considering that I really, I really don't like police lately. My algorithm is so fucked. Like, I have a lot of funny videos on my algorithm, like on TikTok, uh-huh. you know? I have the funniest videos that pop up. But I also have more police interaction videos. I'm like, I got to, I gotta like, start disliking them, you know, or, like, scrolling really fast so the algorithm's like, oh, he didn't watch that, you know? That bird doesn't like huh. what I'm saying. <laughs> Where did that come from? I thought I had them all in the other room. Well, you know, you missed one of the 40. There's not 40. <laughs> Whatever. Well, Give I'm or take. I'll put this in the other room so he'll shut up. No, I don't keep, care. Keep, just vamp. Vamp. Just vamp. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> I can't even remember what I was talking about. Um, oh, my algorithm. Yeah, my algorithm's all jacked. All I hear is, all I get is police interaction videos that are so negative and the cops are always fucking wrong 
And they always piss me off that I, I don't know I don't know what to do. So now I just really hate cops. It makes me want to bring Riley back on the show, who who was uh, Spencer's friend, who's an officer, because every time I see one, all I want to do is ask a cop, like, what did you think about that? I want to put it in a cop's face and say, what did you think about that? Tell me what you thought about that interaction, and that's all I want to ask. So I want to have Riley on, come back to all my videos that I've saved. I actually haven't even saved them. Just go through my algorithm, show them to Riley's face, and say, <laughs> is that right? Do you agree with that? Because I think that's fucked up. You know? Kurt's brother's also a cop. I could, you know. I actually have another friend that's a cop now in Layton. I just, we need someone who, uh, we need a cop who is a staple of the show. <laughs> that every time something happens or I find one, I can just show it to his face and be like, opinion? You know? Because I see this and I'm like, this fucking cop. Like, I saw. You know that 90% of the time they're going to agree with you, right? Yeah, but 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 then who are the who are these fucking assholes that I keep yeah, seeing? Every it's I saw a woman that's out of a, a bazillion cups. There's twenty assholes. I don't know, man. It's just so many, man. <laughs> I saw a female deputy pull a woman out of a truck yesterday, right? Uh-huh. And she was losing she was losing yeah. shit off her duty belt. Uh-huh. You know, like a taser fell out, <laughs> and all this lady said was, "No, I don't want to get out of the truck." You know, right? And Afterwards, you can tell she had the experience that I know I would have as a cop. Right. Which is like, where the fuck did that come from? I am not that person. I do not like what I just did to that person. She was freaking out. Right. Right? And so I, I Google her, like, what happened to her? She was put on probation mm-hmm. and had to attend a, a use of force training, okay, in, like, a January. And the, that March, two months later, she was named Deputy of the Month in that, in that sheriff's office. Maybe she changed. No, 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 no. She should be fired. She she punched this woman in the face oh. after she was cuffed. Wow. Okay. And slammed her head into the hood. How you... If I did that, I might lose my job. Well, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not if I did it at work. I'm just saying if I got arrested for that, right. it's possible I would lose my job. Yet she can do it and keep her job as someone who's supposed to stop those types of crimes. It doesn't make any sense. They should be held to a higher standard. Not a lesser standard, like, well, you know, that lady was being a bitch. <laughs> like, she was cuffed. She was cuffed, and you hit her in the face. That should be grounds for immediate termination. You don't, why, why are you giving you second chances? I don't know. You hit someone who was cuffed. That's assault. You should go to jail, just like I would. If I had someone cuffed in my front yard, and I punched them in the face, I would go to jail for kidnapping and for assault, and probably something else. Well, only if you were black (laughs) that's true i'm a white guy yeah anyway that's my rant i just let's bring your cop friend on if he will be a regular on the show i can start showing him videos and i just want to say why do why do cops like this exist and how do we get rid of them i don't know you know i i mean part of the answer is unions police unions well aren't they a bad thing Police unions, absolutely. Yeah. In this case, in this case, police unions are awful. They're they're fighting. They never fight for the victim. It's like the cop who who choked the other female cop. Right. Remember, and the union went to bat for him. Right. She's like, but he choked me. I'm a cop. Wow. Well. You're not the one that's in trouble, though. Yeah. You, anyway, police unions are. I don't know. So when I call 911, I'm like, don't send me the police department. Send me the fire department. That's the, that's the help I need anyway. I trust firefighters. I don't trust you. I don't know. Firefighters have pretty powerful hoses. 
I've seen them choke people with those hoses. They wrap Good. it around and then they turn the water on. Oh man, that's pops, terrible. Pops your. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, uh, well, I don't even know where where we got here. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure what happened. Uh, where did we? Why don't we even talk about cops? Cop car competition. Oh, someone else no, will we, do it. We definitely moved on. So, yeah, some <laughs> someone else will do it. Speaking of people who were wronged, yeah, the Polish government, okay, or a leading party member, okay, has demanded reparations from the German, the Germans from Germany, okay, to the tune of like, aren't they already paying? No, it's like three trillion dollars. I thought they were paying. No, they no. paid us. They paid they just us. Barely paid off World War One. <laughs> well, World War One was different. I'm not even. I'm not making this up. This no, no, no. Is real, right? The you treaty. The treaty of Versailles led to World War Two. <laughs> right. <laughs> because the money we demanded from Germany and the other allies put them into a depression. Right. Somewhere in the 50s or 60s, the Polish government at the time said, "We're all good." Oh, probably shouldn't have done that. Now they were under Soviet rule. And Germany was split, right? But they basically said, like, eh, no, no hard feelings. You know, eh, shit happens. But now they're saying, you know, we've kind of had a hard time since World War II. For the, for the past hundred years. You owe us like, it's like three trillion dollars or something they're asking for. And people were talking shit in the comments on Poland. Like, get over it. It was like a hundred years ago. No one's no one's even alive. Why are you asking now? <laughs> like gaslighting an entire country, you know? And I'm like, I have no idea about the amount. I don't know how they came to that. All I'm saying is, I think they have some ground here. There's some. Wait, have you read more about this poll? Okay. So, because German is paying reparations, but it says Poland was to be excluded from the proceedings of the IARA. By demand from the Soviet Union, right? The Allies agreed, as part of the post postum agreement, that the Soviet Union collects and so distributes the Polish share of reparations. One of the countries that got that was innocent and got hammered the hardest was told, "Like you guys can't ask for anything by the Soviets because they were a Soviet nation at the time." Right. You know, so it's one point three trillion. Sorry, not three trillion. Um, but you know, we're talking about like two two million. Poles, or no, five point, excuse me, 5.2 million Polish citizens were killed in World War II. My whole point here, I'm not saying whether or not this is right. Because they've been demanding them since 1990. Yeah, I don't know. I just saw, I just read one story about this. I think it was on KSL, local news. Yeah, okay. But I, I'm not saying it's right. I have no idea about the specifics. All I'm saying is the people in the comments were like, you're... They were totally victim blaming, you know, like why, why, <laughs> why are you asking now? Like, shouldn't have you asked? But you, but you know that they were. Maybe they don't. These people are stupid. Maybe you don't know that they were because in. They were part of the Soviet Union unwillingly, you know. Like Poland views the Allies. Do you know how? Do you know how the Poles feel about the Allies? Uh-huh. Not good. Really? Not good because they never wanted to be in the Soviet Union, and we just said. Ah man, we can't go to war with Russia now, you know. Like, we'll gotta save that for the twenty. Sorry, I mean, the, you're you're east of Germany. You're east of Germany. What are we supposed to do? They're pissed. They're like our allies left us hanging. Right. 
you know, and there's even talk from them now, like if Russia invades Poland, they're like, well, we know the Allies was let's get fucked over again. Because they're not part of NATO. I don't know if they are, but they don't care. They're like, even if we are, why would they come fight for us now? They didn't fight for us then. You know, they just left us hanging because we happen to be east of the Berlin <laughs> Berlin Wall. <laughs> and I, I understand. I get why they're pissed. I think it's a, a missed history item that's not talked about. They're in NATO. Poland's in NATO. It's one of those items that's like, eh, we won World War II, but let's not talk about Poland. You know, right. six million Jews were killed in Poland. <sighs> you know... They were part of the Soviet Union, though. <laughs> Even though the Soviet Union said, you're part of us now. You can't ask for any money from Germany. So, <laughs> I don't know. I think Germany, in, if I were to make the decision right now, I'd be like, yeah, you owe them, you owe them something. I don't know, man. That's a tough call. You owe them, like, some of these people are still alive. Yeah, I know, but you know? <laughs> I don't know. That's always reparations for things that happened that far in the past. It's always a... It really wasn't that long ago. Yeah, but it was. It was less than 100 years ago. I know, but it was. <laughs> less than 100 years. And I mean, Where does the money go? Who does it go to? I don't know. Uh, but there's I, nothing I else they can, and aside from like giving up land, what else can you ask for? I don't know. But like, this could, this sets up. Throw us a, throw us a boat or a, think of, think <laughs> throw of it this, us some airplanes. Think of it this way. Think of it this way. You are a... Jewish businessman in 1935, and you're doing well. Good. Good times ahead, baby. You have... Bright future. You have five kids. Oh. Four kids, let's say. Ten years later, you're killed in a concentration camp, Mm -hmm. and all of your money is stolen by the Germans. Okay. Your kids are taken to concentration camps. Let's just say that all five of them survive. They're freed. You said four. Four. All four of them, you had one during the war. Okay. <laughs> All four of them survive, and they're freed from the camp. But no money. But to do what? Yeah, what are they supposed to do? All of our generational wealth is gone. I have no home. The Germans burnt it down. They stole all of our valuables that we may have had. They pulled our gold teeth. Right, right, right. Right? right? So now you have, so now that's someone born in, let's say that person was born in 1939. Now that person has a child who was now maybe in their 50s, in their 60s, and that person has a child who's now in their 30s. That's not that far removed from someone getting fucked over big time by the Germans. Scholarship fund. There you go. I'd, I'd be on board for that. Scholarship fund. or Pay for all their education. Buy them a house. Buy them a, buy them a house and give them a, a credit card to buy food. <laughs> I'm not I don't know the answer but if I were to decide right if I were the judge I'd be like yeah you guys kind of fucked them over you know right and let's be honest the allies kind of helped you rebuild well, Germany wouldn't they wouldn't wouldn't they shouldn't they be asking reparations from us or Russia or they could ask for Russia, but no, it was it was Germany that invaded Poland. No, I know. And and arguably the Soviets saved them. Right. You could argue that anyone in the Eastern Bloc was saved by the Soviets from this crazy fascist to a new fascist. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. It is definitely a well, you started it situation. 
Right. And you didn't just start it. You fucking started it, man. You know, you came in here, false pretenses, put people in fake uniforms for fake pictures, and then you killed six million of us. And now those kids, those children of those people who were killed, what are they supposed to do? Yeah. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Hopefully the Germans don't invade again. You know, people will love Jews from now on, right? I don't see any problems with the Jews. There doesn't seem to be a lot of hate out there for them. <laughs> right. Yeah, they, they're loved now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's just an interesting topic that I was surprised that people were like... Nothing has happened to the Jews since they were freed from Egypt. Okay? <laughs> Things have been great for them. I was just super surprised that people were like, come on, Poland. It's been like 80 years. Get your crap together. Get over it. Where did um, you guys come from? I don't know. Spencer's birds are out. Have you been keeping up with these floods? In Pakistan? No. Pakistan? I only follow American natural disasters. <laughs> These floods have displaced 30 million people. That, really? is, that is the population of California. Wow. Have been displaced by these floods in Pakistan. It created a lake out of nowhere that is 60 miles long. The Great Salt Lake, for comparison, is 75 miles long. The Great Salt Lake, 75 miles long. This lake that came out of nowhere in Pakistan from floods because of glaciers and rain is 60 miles long. Can you imagine waking up? (laughs) You're like, you go to bed, you're like, oh man, it's fucking raining. I can't, we can't get in the car. We don't even have a car. I guess we'll just go to sleep and find out what happens. You walk up to your roof the next day. You can't even see the horizon. You're in the middle of a new lake. Your neighbor's like in his robe on the porch, like, fuck me, man. <laughs> oh, I, wow. Look at that. It's in, I looked at satellite pictures from it. The UN president was just there. Why aren't we hearing about this? Because the queen died? Well, that and, you know, because they're brown. Oh. I, 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 these are <laughs> that too. So the UN also said this. Okay. So remember my number 30 million people uh-huh. displaced by this? Six a sixty mile lake in one area. The UN's like, ah, be like thirty billion to clean up. Now let's do some quick math. Thirty million people displaced. Right. Thirty billion into thirty million is a thousand dollars per person. Per person. So you're saying a thousand? Now I know that money's different over there. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but you're saying a thousand dollars per person should clean up this whole fucking mess. In the last wow. numbers I saw, there was only like 1,700 people dead. I'm like, that. there's no way that's right. A 60-mile lake? First of all, hold on. Your numbers are off. Okay. This is from CNN. <laughs> Fake says, news, man. 33 million people have been affected. However, 480,000 have been displaced. Okay. That's CNN. Let me find my Fox News article that I was looking at. <laughs> Are you serious? No, no, no. That, no. <laughs> I'm just, I'm totally, I thought I found one that said 30 million displaced. Either way. Well, that changes the dollar amount per person. It's true. It's Quite true. dramatically. But it's an arbitrary number anyway. It's an arbitrary number anyway. I can't remember where I was looking. It must have been the Independent or, or I'm on the Guardian. Affected 33 million. 
That's true. Affected is a is a very different thing. Nevertheless, not I mean, hearing not hearing much about these. That's the difference between me not being able to get to work because the street <laughs> is flooded and my house being floated down the river. <laughs> between five and ten percent of one city's population of three hundred fifty thousand are still stuck in their flooded homes, and it's hot. This is like Katrina times a thousand. Remember, Katrina was like it wasn't just the water; it was the humidity. It was. The- <laughs> Full circle. This is morbid. It was the heat, man. The, the heat killed people. 1,250 people. Pakistan is Europe's Florida. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel bad for these guys. Asia I don't. Florida. I mean, we're given, you know, we, we've given like something. How much have we given Ukraine? Like a $2 billion? More than that. Way more than that. And that's just the states, you know. The entire city is drowned with people inside their houses. No one from the government has come to help us. They can't. What are they supposed to do? George Bush doesn't care about <laughs> Pakistanis. Yeah, I mean, like, this is the thing about natural disasters. Is I saw, I saw a TikTok of an earthquake. I don't know when it was. But I'm looking at these roads like, the government, first of all, if you work for the government, let's say you work for, uh, you're an EMT. Mm-hmm. You're, you have a family that you care about, you know? So there's a massive earthquake. You're not going to run to your ambulance to help people. You're going to go run to your ambulance to go find your family. Right. But then when they start to coordinate to get to you, how are they can't get to you? The roads are like, there's like a 10-foot gap in the road, you know, separation. But the, yeah, I mean, the Pakistani government's like, uh, we have armored vehicles. We don't have boats. <laughs> we don't know. How are we supposed to... We just fly it in with the helicopter. It's very Katrina-esque, but times, like I said, times like a thousand here in wow. these poor people. Sorry, I'm just, I, I have not been following this, so I'm just no, it's, seeing all these pictures and stuff, wondering why. Why we haven't heard about it. Why it's not mainstream news. It's because the queen died and fucking Trump, man, like. <sighs> the queen died fucking Trump? <laughs> <laughs> what a way to go. It's a really important and in there. <laughs> did you hear did you hear that she'd like disinvited Trump from her funeral? Like all the other ex presidents are invited. Really? But not Trump. He's like not welcome in the UK. Well, we oh. makes sense. He was flown did you see this? He was flown to DC like in secret. Like it wasn't yeah. announced. And he was in like his golf shoes still. There's like a bunch of talk that maybe he would was being indicted or had to answer for something let me ask you a question Maybe. Here's, let me ask you a question Ooh. would it be better for america and the world but let's just stick with america if trump went to prison or if trump died died okay would it be better if trump went to prison or if he was assassinated good one huh because I know why you said died originally, right? Because if he's in prison, it might start a civil war. Right? Is that where your head is? Yeah. Yeah. If he, if he died like of a heart attack and everybody believed it. <laughs> well, there would, knowing his camp, there would be. No, they wouldn't believe no it. What. Yeah. He could be like on camera, like, oh, I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> I mean, they think John F. Kennedy Jr. is it's coming back for some alive. reason. They think that JFK Jr. is Trump sometimes. Yeah. And that he's Republican. Yeah. Yeah, he's full-on Republican. I don't yeah. understand, because the Kennedys are pretty liberal. Yeah. Really liberal. Yeah. I don't know why. 
What a weird thing to to latch on. That's to. amazing. Well, it's just Q. It's just this Q dude. Like, yeah. let's have some fun. It's like someone. It, it's a simulation, and someone's like, "Let me go fuck around with these guys." So anyway, assassinated, Trump assassinated or imprisoned? Because I see what you're saying. If he's in, if he's assassinated, he can't. Uh, he can no longer speak. If he's assassinated, it's one person, not necessarily the radical left wing. Ah, ah, okay. I mean, there would be those. There's still that's still a problem. It right. still could. It's still going to cause tons of issues. Right. But I still feel like it's less issues. It could, than, yeah, it could be jail. a guy like live streaming himself, like I'm a hardcore Republican, but fuck Trump right. and shoots him, and they're still like, like he's planted. All by these them. <laughs> people like Colbert that are you know make jokes and they're like, man, I just Trump can't wait for Trump to go to prison. Like, I don't know, man. No, I I totally agree with you. That's not no. That's not going to be a it, like the he, only way it would work is if if it was a Republican president that was was. If Ron DeSantis was in charge, and somehow, yeah, and he people, didn't pardon him, and he agreed with it, like yeah. he had a press conference, was like Trump really messed right. up. He if broke Joe the Biden law. is president and Trump goes to jail, it is not going to be good. He also needs like a gag order so he can't say anything ever again. Yeah, well, but yeah, anyway, anyway, yeah, look that. Up. It's kind of weird. I haven't followed it today much, but Trump was flown from like. No, I heard about it. I just didn't hear much else about yeah. it. Just that it happened, and no he one went knew to why. Dulles, right? It was weird that he did it in secret because he doesn't normally do things in secret. And, and he, the pictures, there was one person, a YouTuber, who videoed him. He was still in a polo in his white golf shoes on the plane, like when he was getting off the plane. Was it his Trump plane? No, it was like a little. It recently got repainted. Ah, no, it was like just a little uh, jet. Little whatever Lear, G four whatever I don't yeah. know what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's an interesting question, right? It's like yeah. an, it's almost like an ethical question. Like, could you kill your kill someone for food for your family? <laughs> <laughs> um, I went to the state fair. Yeah, how did that go? Don't go. Oh, it's fun, but I spent more money in a very short amount of time than I ever thought. On what food? You go there, you get you get like but a, it's really good food though. Isn't it's it? all right. There was a barbecue that I wish we would have seen before we got our food. Oh. We got these like pulled pork grilled cheese, you know. Yeah. It was like fifty dollars. What? Yeah, it's expensive there. Well, that's what happens when you have kids and a family. No, no, no. The, we only got two sandwiches and we shared because Quinn wasn't that hungry and whatever. Oliver's like Helen Keller. He just eats whatever you put near him. You don't need to buy him a whole sandwich. He just eats off Helen of everyone's Keller? plate. That's she she ate off of everyone's plate. <laughs> I don't I guess I'm not as familiar with Helen Keller as okay. Yeah. She when she was she would just like walk around the ta- the kitchen to the okay. the dining room I, table I just eat off of everyone's that. plate. I, I guess I don't know much about her other yeah. than deaf dumb and a miracle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so anyway, yeah. There's <laughs> a couple couple grilled cheese and a <laughs> is he deaf and dumb? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> couple grilled cheese and a lemonade. It was like forty dollars and then Quinn wants to ride a ride, and it's like $10 to ride a ride. And she wants to play a game. It's like $5 to win like a little magic wand. So it was kind of like being at NASA? Yeah. $10 <laughs> to uh, – I, I will say this, though. I pulled a Spencer. Mm. It's $10 to park. You park, right. right? Then we walk up, and there's a huge fucking line Could to get like in. Could you $40 state towel? State no. <laughs> no, I'm talking about skipping people. Oh. Huge oh. line. And it's old school box office, right? It's okay. like a. It's like a – just a 
a building with like four windows. Okay. Huge line. It was probably, there was probably like 150 people in this line. Okay. I'm like, oh man, it's like four o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday. I'm like, why? What is going on here? In Utah? Yeah. So I'm like, I said to Ashton, like, hang on, stay right here. Something just doesn't look right up here. I'm going to see if there's another line that people don't see. That happens a lot, right? So I'm walking up, and the office is, it's in the parking lot, but it's, so it's blocked with K rails. So someone can't just drive, <laughs> drive into it, right? And I'm just walking past the windows, and I'm on the inside of the K rails. And um, I look over, just kind of glance, and one of the ticket booth ladies has her hand out the window waving for someone to come up. And I look back at the line. No one sees her. Ha! We make eye contact. And I'm like, I just do want a shrug. You know, she's like waving at me all aggressive. I'm like, all right. So I go up. I'm like, uh, th- you know, two adults, a kid and a, and a baby. She charges me. I take my tickets. I go find Ashley in the back of the line and we walk in. Uh-huh. It was amazing. I was you like, know, I didn't, wasn't, it didn't feel like cutting though. I'm like, well, these fuckers no, aren't, well, they're, they're, the not, they're not going. Here's the thing. Okay. I don't know if, th- I, I'm sure this is a human thing. People like to get in lines. Yeah. And it, you'll notice it at stoplights. Everyone will get into one line. If there's two turning lanes, everyone yeah. will get into one and one will be empty. Yeah. People like to queue. And and something I do frequently at the McDonald's drive-thru, now that they have two lanes, people will be in one lane and it'll be whacked all the way up. And I'll just pass them all. Yeah. And I'll go to the empty second lane. Can I tell you? I and always... part of me is like, am I being a dick or are no, man. people just stupid? <laughs> They're stupid. Like, what? <laughs> how could all these people be that stupid? I always get screwed at McDonald's. Because it's usually well, like. Well, that's because that's where you meet your <laughs> There's like two cars. I'm like, I'm going to go to the other lane. Oh, no. You got to be careful. You got to be strategic. <sighs> man. You got to make sure you don't get behind the mom who's ordering like 37 happy Or it's meals. like, I, every time I go, it's like that person's changing shifts. And the other person's taking orders, like flying, like four cars go before me. That'll happen. I'm like, hello. I think I said that once. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Two cars went in. I'm like, hello. I want a cheeseburger in a meal. Thank you. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, are you using the app? <laughs> That's a new thing. Like, haven't you guys given up on that? It's been a year and everyone says no. Yeah. Are you using your McDonald's reward? McDonald's rewards? Yeah. I don't need rewards for a dollar cheeseburger. I went to Warren's. Little you know, Warren's, yeah. Dylan's, whatever they want to call it. And they're like, Do you have a do you have a loyalty phone number? I'm like, phone number? Do you have like a you, you can start a punch card. I'm not giving you my phone number. That's weird. I don't know. I'm gonna give you my phone number over the speaker for all I know you got it blaring in there and the, all the <laughs> customers <laughs> here. It's weird, man. Well, who's gonna call you? Yeah. What do you <laughs> last four of your Soch? <laughs> it's your birthday. Have you noticed the increased prices of food? Yeah. Have you noticed uh, you have you been to Taco Bell recently? Uh yeah, a couple weeks ago I went. Did you It was expensive. Right? Yeah. Like I DoorDash Taco Bell the other day and I spent more than I would at like Chili's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on with Taco Bell. Yeah. But I just got like and all I got was like three no. Dorito. I don't know if they're paying it's extra because of the Doritos name. They got to charge <laughs> yeah. like a buttload yeah. to make up for that. But I got trademark. like three Doritos Locos and a Gordita, and it was like 30 bucks or no, something. No, it's expensive. Like, I, what the hell's going on with Taco Bell? I didn't, I kind of noticed at Taco Bell. I really noticed it at Taco Time a few weeks ago. Taco Time's always been expensive. I went and I was like, Ashley and I went, it's like $40. I'm like, is this, ta- this is Taco Time, right? I've never been able to get a Taco Time for less than $20. That's crazy. And that's like 10 years ago. I haven't been in a long time. Apparently. We might see another increase because I don't know if it's happening or not, but 
the railroads apparently were striking. Oh. SBNF Railroad is <laughs> striking, and it, that's that's the ra- if the railroads strike, it's like all these employers, man. They're, it's like it's like a new Ukraine. They're all war. like, how are we going to continue to pay our executives millions and millions right. of unnecessary <laughs> dollars if we have to pay our grunts <laughs> actual salaries? Right. It doesn't compute. <laughs> it's true. No, it's true. But I don't. I don't know Ridiculous, if it's going to happen man. or not. But uh, if it does, uh, you can expect some serious increases and are, some is, delays. Is, is Santa Fe and <laughs> and are they the ones carrying the tacos? Yeah, <laughs> they're they're having Rose. to train in the tacos direct straight from Mexico or or wherever Doritos are hatched. White House urgently discussing contingency plans amid rail shutdown. What's a contingency plan? Don't we have that backup rail? <laughs> we got that backup railroad. <laughs> Remember the coal miners? They have the. <laughs> we'll just get a couple yeah. guys out there with a the little push. Oh man, yeah, this is we're screwed. We'll get vans, and we'll we'll, we'll put them on the tracks. What's like? Well, yeah. What's your contingency? Why aren't we just using that all the time? <laughs> the last railroad strike took place thirty years ago. Yeah, they're probably due for a strike. They're probably not making. Although Randy worked for the railroad, and he made pretty good money. Yeah, I thought the railroad. I mean, it's a union well. job. Mm-hmm. They got a powerful union. So the airlines are doing the same sort of thing right now. So no surprise. I <laughs> just Google it. There's a what happens if the railroad goes on strike? Just use your imagination, man. Everything you can imagine. Specifically, what happens to my Taco Bell Doritos Loco? A strike would shut down nearly a third of the country's freight. Wow. Every three cheeseburgers it's is delayed. It's hard to find. Like I know. <laughs> like we ordered, uh, we ordered these microphones, these wireless mics, and. Uh, I only got this brand because the other ones are out of stock. Yeah. And Sweetwater's like out of stock of everything. It's crazy. I mean, you go into Walmart, half the half the stuff's gone. It's just that's how it is now, I guess. Yeah. Supply supply uh <laughs> supply, supply chain. Broken chain. Supply chain weakest link. What is uh what is this picture in the seven uh, eleven? <laughs> it's not showing on mine for some reason. Oh. But I can tell you what it is. The one chip challenge. Yeah. Um, just go ahead. If you can zoom in there, I saw a TikTok of a guy who they had to call nine one one from this chip challenge. Okay, it's basically so it's a single tortilla it's chip. Eight ninety nine for one chip. Yeah, single tortilla chip in these crazy boxes, crazy packaging. It's unbelievable marketing. Kind of looks like a coffin. But Seven Eleven posted this yellow bright. How warning. do you say that? Pe- Pake? Is it P A P A Q U I? Pocky. Pocky? Yeah, I think Pocky. Go ahead and read that the warning, Pocky though. The Pocky One Chip Challenge is an extremely spicy tortilla chip made with a Carolina Reaper pepper. <laughs> Not to be confused with the Carolina Reaper. <laughs> right. <clears throat> Please educate store employees on the intensity of this product. Listen, store meeting, everyone's got to try one of these fucking chips, all right? <laughs> the one chip challenge is not intended for anyone sensitive to spicy foods, allergic to peppers, nightshades? <laughs> Dude, nightshade. What is- I was like, isn't that from like the Nightmare Before Christmas? <laughs> what is? <laughs> Apparently it's a type of uh, like crazy hot seasoning or some oh, okay. shit. I don't know. Uh, anyone who is pregnant or has any medical conditions. Any medical condition. Like, Sorry, are you depressed? You can't have dude. this. <laughs> this may this may drive you to suicide. <laughs> yeah. ah, I can't take it. Not only am I, life isn't worth living, and this chip is too hot. Right. I mean, it, 
Keep going. Just finish that warning there. Keep out of reach of children's. Wash hands after eating. Oh, can you imagine touching your eye? <laughs> can you imagine touching your wiener? You get Carlos. We, let's keep going. Can you imagine touching your wiener hole? Carlos spicy wiener. <laughs> Side effects may include general discomfort, <laughs> sweating, nausea. What, what are you feeling right now? Just like general discomfort <laughs> or vomiting. Employees should encourage consumers to participate in the one chip challenge off store premise. Before I give you these, you need to get the fuck off the property. Yeah, I know, right? I'm st- they should sell it with like milk and honey. Like, like you, you're buying a one chip, you got to go buy a thing of milk and you got to buy some honey. Right. And it, as soon as you bite it, if you're on our property, I'll call the police. <laughs> like, there's someone eating this in their car, yeah. like on the way to work. Like, how much? Yeah. <laughs> How much did 7-Eleven spend on this that they just wouldn't pull it? That Instead, they'll put this giant warning. Well, it's $8.99 a chip. The profit <laughs> margin is unreal. Probably. It's a single chip. I know. That's insane. It's, it, that's like that's the cost of like four bags of, yeah, of regular I mean, tortilla chips. The box that it's in alone probably cost them like 75 cents to make. But it is just, it's brilliant marketing on the part of Pocky or whoever makes these. Like, I have an idea. A single chip that kills people. We'll sell it for nine dollars. That's it's insane. Anyway, I thought the warning was really funny, so I took a picture of it. <laughs> How would you describe yourself after eating the pepper? Um, just generally general discomfort. Discomfort, like except for the vomiting kind of discomfort that I have on a normal day. <laughs> <laughs> generally, my butthole is itchy. Oh, yeah, it doesn't <laughs> mention anything about aftercare. About after no. No, can you imagine? After your stomach boils and... Uh, there, there's just no way I would try this. No. There's no I, way. I don't even like spicy foods to begin with. Yeah. And... Like, what is, what's the challenge? Like, you do it with friends. You're like, whoever throws up first loses. Whoever, whoever dies last wins. <laughs> yeah. I win. <laughs> anyway, oh, let's we take a break. Yeah, I guess we better. Uh, where's my break music? Oh, there it is. You played this song the other day. Of course we did. We did a... Oh, no, this is the one where Randy's face wasn't working. <laughs> uh, when we come back, random headlines, and I think that's it. You have something down here at the bottom. I don't know what that is. Oh, yeah, I'll read those to you. All right. Uh, yeah, that. When we come back. church why would jesus want us to waste our weekend on extra boring no recess dress-up school exactly the dude was a carpenter and those guys like to kick back on sundays (laughs) and i mean kick back guys church is good for your souls and remember god is listening to your prayers what percentage of prayers really come true well not all of them like um 90 percent God doesn't hear my prayers. If he did, I'd be at home on the couch playing video games in a diaper. Oh, God gets your prayers, but he just clicks delete without reading them. Like email updates from LinkedIn. I hope no one was hurt. So, no church? (gasps) My prayers were answered. This is the Outtake Podcast. Interrupt your regularly scheduled program to bring you these random headlines.
Hey, we're back, everybody. Find us at the Arctic Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or TikTok. Most important at the Arctic Pod or thearcticpodcast.com. We've been getting some no, more. What the hell was that? <laughs> it's like the. <laughs> is it Hotwire that used to com. have? Hotwire. H O T W I R E. Hotwire.com. Or Expedia. Expedia.com. They all have their own. Yeah, you're right. They got rid of those. They don't do them anymore? I don't think so. Mm. Anyway, thearcticpodcast.com. Dot com. I've been seeing more visitors there lately. Really? Yes. So if you haven't been, you're clearly missing well, out. SBNF gear, we podcast need, we gear. We need to be doing more episodes instead of one a right. month. Or watch every episode. Well, every episode we've recorded. It goes back a ways. <sighs> Three years. We were like in the 90s when we started recording them uh, video. That's it? That is like over, it's like 40 episodes you can watch where we just talk to each other for like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, a Minnesota teenager broke his own Guinness World Record. Ugh. Why? When, why would you why would you do that? When his mouth <laughs> I didn't know that I've never heard this term before. Oh wow. His mouth gape. <laughs> uh, if you if you frequent the hub, then I think you know why that's <laughs> What do you think your mouth gape is? <laughs> I don't know, but his is uh He's pretty got a mouth gape measured at four point zero one four inches. Look at this guy. Mouth gape. Isaac Johnson originally set the record at age 14. Oh, see, he's young. He's got he's got lots of gape to he's got, go. He's got lots of years of gaping. He's, you know? <laughs> in 2019, when his mouth gape was measured at 3.67 inches, that's quite a jump in gape. It is. Do you think he stretches his, his gape? He must, he must gape. Is he getting bigger? Yeah, he, uh, he practices gaping. Johnson's record was broken later the same year when Philip Angus, that asshole, of Pennsylvania opened his mouth at 3.75 inches. Johnson reclaimed the record in 2020. This is a back and forth. So he didn't just, oh, does the guy win again? He reclaimed it at four inches, and then he just recently broke his own record. So he had the record. Yeah. Man beat it. He beat the man, and then he beat his own. Wow, he's... He's deep-throating a Pringles can. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> oh, 4.1 inches. There's got to be one for depth, too, then, right? <laughs> There's got to be one for depth. This should not be a thing. What are you He's watching? His fist in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I'm very proud to reclaim the title. For are you? Oh, wow. Of all the things to be proud of. Presented by Bang Bros. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's, he's now he's deep throating a Coke can. Oh, he's putting a Pringles can in his mouth. He's like a snake. He's putting a two-liter in his mouth. He's putting a two-liter in his mouth. That's crazy. He's got braces on right now too. Trust me, you guys don't want to see this. <laughs> you don't. It's not. He's on Jimmy. Yeah, all right. Mouth oh, gape. Man, interesting. So measure your mouth gape. You know. This is probably... Do you know anyone uh, that he could... No, uh, but this is probably a record that could be easily broken if people just... If people like, measure Who it. is like, I wonder I wonder if my mouth gaped. You should call Guinness. I, this is not a he word I've ever... He needs to cut the, the, the skin. Surgery. Uh, you know what he looks like? Remember those old Reach commercials? Where the guy like opened up his mouth and yeah. he to reach the... That's what he looks like. I bet he has no problem getting out tonsil stones. That's true. That's true. 
Can you imagine going to the dentist? The dentist's like, oh, fuck. No, nope, no, no. I can't. <laughs> Whatever is easy. Maybe it's easy. It is. It would be easier, but it would also be kind of creepy. He's got braces on now. Once he gets those braces off, his mouth gape is going to be, he's literally going to swallow his own like yeah. head. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I need to get this guy's phone number. <laughs> He's had those braces aren't to straighten his teeth; it's to make his gape uh, wider, bigger. Animal control officers in North Carolina captured a pig that had been wandering Wait, loose. This is swine news. It is, and I I didn't even play the sound. No, I know. We oh we those were animals we saw on the side. I know. Of the road I was just thinking. We saw wild pigs in Florida off yep. the side of the road. Just wild wild boar. I yeah. don't know if they were boring. Wild boar pigs. Yeah. They were boring. They were swine. They, yes. Wild swine. They might have had swine flu. Yeah. Residents of Birchwood Hills uh, in Raleigh said the pig had been seen darting through yards and driveways since darting? last Saturday <laughs> without any human supervision. Raleigh Animal Control officers respond Monday when the pig was found hiding under a resident's deck. Uh, <laughs> For a minute, I thought it said racist deck. I know that's a weird <laughs> Hiding under to... a racist deck. Yeah. They ended up chasing the animal to another yard where it sought refuge under another deck. That's a pretty small pig. Oh, yeah. Looks like babe. The officers <laughs> were eventually able to lure the pig out with food and took the animal to the blind spot sanctuary. The sanctuary said the pig's owner will have 10 days to come forward and claim their pet before it's put up. <laughs> put up What? Before it's put down. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. It's before it's put up for adoption. If you do claim it and it's yours, you will be receiving a fine. Yeah. <laughs> City of San Antonio Animal Care Service in Texas faced a similar mystery. Okay, this story is stupid. This isn't even like a dangerous pig. It was just a pig. I just want to know if anywhere in the story they worked in, that'll do pig. They didn't. <laughs> that'll do. They didn't. Oh. Anyway. Okay. That, that was... That was all that right. was random. That was random. I like it. An outdoor showing of the film, 101 Dalmatians in England, broke a Guinness World Record when 127 dogs attended the film. That, Rachel, see, that's a record that shouldn't be broken past 101. Guinness should just not allow it. That's, you know? Guys get out again. They should just be like, no, 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 no. This is 101 Dalmatians. Rachel Marie, who is 23... Why is that even necessary to... It's not. They always include it, though. Who runs a dog boarding service organized the event Sunday at Perduswell Leisure Center in Worcester. Marie... What? Huh. (laughs) Marie had hoped to gather 200 dogs to watch the film, but was still successful in breaking the record with 120... Who are the 73 a-holes who couldn't be bothered... Right. To show up to this event. Sons of bitches. Now it needs to be broken with Dalmatians only. Yeah. That would be... The previous record was uh, set in 2019 when 120 dogs attended the showing of Secret Lives of Pets. Oh, man. She was stressing. In Brazil. You know she was stressing. Only by seven. Seven. Yeah. I mean, she's on the phone like, Bill, Bill, please bring your dog. I just... I I just need one more dog. I, you know, I either you bring... I just... I just can't believe... somebody showed up with seven dogs. After all the times I boarded your dog... You're just fucking me big time. Here. <laughs> I just can't believe it. This is outrageous. <laughs> this is outrageous. <laughs> the event raised $634 for the charity rescue at Emisil Dog Rescue Charity. <laughs> wow. Uh, I never shared this with you. I was 
at my camping trip a few weeks back at Fish Lake. Yeah. Um, we were in these little, uh, we, it was a campground for like RVs and there were little cabins, but we happened to be in this little motel style okay. in the front. They were very nice. Uh-huh. Um, and there was, uh, you know, they changed neighbors because people, you know, come and go. This guy was pretty obnoxious next to us. He was okay. kind of loud, right? And I was sitting, I was sitting outside uh, just enjoying the morning, right? And I caught three very specific one-liners from him that made me kind of like, oh, wow. (laughs) And he was talking to his wife. That's why your mom has cancer. (laughs) He was talking to his wife. (laughs) He was talking to his wife or girlfriend, okay? And... Or boyfriend. Actually, let me me tell you. Let me tell you the first one. So his dog came running out. Or non-binary friend. His dog came running out and the dog was barking. You can keep pets in this motel for a little fee because it's a campground. And his dog came around and was barking, and he's on the grass in in the middle of every like everywhere, right? Uh-huh. And instead of like, hey, 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 you know, shh, like, you know what I mean? He was like, you can't fucking bark like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I mean, I, whatever. I'm not offended, but it's just a weird way to talk to your dog. Whatever, it's fine. But then, hey, he- Joe, <laughs> you know you can't do that, right? Hey, hey, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, but then he's he's talking to I I can't hear the whole conversation. He's talking to his wife as they're packing up, okay. And he's he says to her, "All oh, this is all I pick up." Kind of like how your underwear tastes so good. And I was like, <laughs> "All right, that's weird. It's kind of sweet." But then it's edible underwear. Then an older woman comes walking out, and it's his mother. Nice. So he, st- <laughs> he like said that to going. his wife. With his How mother you know in there. Said that to his mother. Did you see him say it? Fair enough. Fair enough. I I remember growing up saying that. To my <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh. That made me a little ill. Uh, and then lastly, they were getting in. They packed everything up. I, I watched them pack everything up. His mom could barely walk. Okay. She she wasn't she wasn't well, but she was driving. So they pull the car around to a place where she can easily get in. It must have been her car. Okay, and. They get out to go check out and to buy some things at the little general store. Okay. Uh, and she tells her son, hey, would you mind getting me my charger? You know? And he's like, oh, it's all the way in the back. <laughs> <laughs> like in the trunk. And she's like, well, I need it. My phone's about to die. He's like, why'd you pack it then? He's <laughs> <laughs> just getting so pissed. <laughs> And then he starts throwing the luggage from the trunk onto the ground, and all I hear is, Jesus fucking shit. <laughs> He's just so mad that she asked for her charger. <laughs> it, was, it was so funny, man. I've never seen someone so upset looking through luggage. <laughs> he did kind of struggle putting everything in there, so I felt his pain a little bit, but I'm like... <laughs> She's driving, man. It's the least you could do. Anyway. Just go on the general store and buy a new charger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those were just some notes I took while I was sitting on the porch. So that sounds like a real cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> I put these in our rundown to talk about on the podcast okay. three, four weeks ago. I did see them. I was like, what? Yeah, it was pretty funny. The, is, uh... <laughs> it was like a kind of like how your underwear tastes so good. I was like, oh, that's kind of a weird thing to say out loud. And then his mom walked out. <laughs> So that's how it is in their family. It's a really interesting inside joke. I uh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, some inside jokes you just kind of keep. Are you sure you heard way. underwear? It wasn't. Uh... He kind of laughed like he knew what he did, like a tee hee. 
you know? Right. So it, he laughed like he knew what he said, which, fine. That's, that's cute and endearing between you and your wife. It's kind of gross, but it, whatever. Everybody's got their thing, right? But it, it just made it worse when his mom walked out. I was like, who is that woman? <laughs> that's not, that's not <laughs> I guess it could have been worse. Yeah. Kind of like how your butthole tastes so good. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Mom. Mom. <laughs> yeah, the comma mom would have been would have been the best. Oh, shoot. All right. Well, that's all we have for this show. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. We probably take our break early. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. People like it. Um, today's show was uh, produced and recorded by Spencer. Uh, and uh, I'm an assistant producer, Brian. Find us at the Artake Pod on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and most importantly, TikTok or theartakepodcast.com. Come see our band Rejected Takeoff on October 29th in Orem, the boardwalk. Uh, or listen, you know, listen to us on all platforms, Rejected Takeoff. Uh, for if episode you come, we'll give you a sticker. Or two. Or two. We have several. Yeah. For episode 133, I'm Brian. I'm Spencer. See you next time. <laughs>